Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live. This is uh, I-10 Wired Radio, and I've got a studio full of our uh, I-10 Wired sponsors this morning. I'm going to let them go around the horn and uh, introduce themselves. So, Mr. Uh, Massey, it's off to you. All right. Hey, I'm Kelly Massey. I'm with the uh, Florida Small Business Development Center. We are part of the University of West Florida, and uh, we have been the uh, state's provider of business assistance services for about the last 40 years, and uh, we have decided to partner up with I-10 Wired because uh, that's part of the segments that we serve is the tech-type businesses. Yeah, and we've got a lot of them going on here, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people kind of think that uh, the SBDC, we primarily are working with you know, restaurants and primarily working with restaurants and different, uh, you know, local mom and pop shops. We do work with larger businesses and tech businesses. We kind of know what the needs that they have are and uh, we want to serve those needs. So part of the reason that we wanted to uh, work with them is to, um, you know, kind of make people aware that we we do understand the tech sector. We do know what their needs are. We're here to help and we are a no-call service. Yeah, which a lot of people don't realize, a big no-call service. There's yeah, a lot absolutely. there. I, I'm, I'm one of your number one advocates, man. Well, absolutely. And the nature of, uh, of course, you know, the number one issue with um, businesses uh, typically is access to capital. I've got this business. I want to grow this business. Um, you know, I'm going to go see Jim Barron and see if he'll write me a check. Um, Jim's <laughs> probably not going to give me any money. So uh, well, his credit card got stolen, yeah. too. So don't, don't ask for the <laughs> yeah. credit card either. <laughs> and so, you know, the, the typical scenario is you go to the bank, you approach a, you know, a Regions Bank or Gulf Coast Community Bank or whoever and, um, and, and ask them for money. Sure. Uh, with a tech business, um, that's probably not going to be the way to go. You're probably, you know, you go in and they say, well, okay, where's your collateral at? And, um, you know, I've got yeah. these computers yeah. or whatever. It's I've got all an idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you're looking at angel investors and, and, uh, possibly multiple rounds of investing and getting, uh, you know, people that hopefully have money and can understand what you're trying to do to invest in your company, right. uh, uh, with equity financing and, and things like that. We understand that just like we understand helping you get a bank loan. So that's one of the things that we want to do is, is make sure that people, uh, who are attending the I-10 Wired. And by the way, I've had um, some of my consultants, some of my managers go to the I-10 Wired uh, conference uh, the last couple of years, and I have not been, and they keep saying, Man, Oh, you haven't really, been yet? I have not been. Oh, fantastic. And so I'm going this year. Uh, we'll be speaking, uh, I believe, on day one of the of the conference, and that's probably what we'll be talking about is is the financing aspect of it. And so that's one of the things that uh, that we want to share our knowledge uh, with whoever and then if they you know any of those want to use our services they right. can do that another thing that a lot of people are not aware of that we do is helping people get government contracts so if you're interested in doing business with federal state local government the military which sometimes the tech businesses are getting into that you know you have the eglin air force base mm-hmm. lab and all that over there. there's a lot of things going on we know how to get you plugged into those things if you have something that the government wants anyway and so we have government contracting specialists that help with that. But beyond that, you know, if you have an existing tech business, uh, 500 employees or less, we can help you with your growth strategies. Is it time for you to get a marketing manager? Is it time for you to get a human resources manager? Do you need help looking at your financials and seeing 
how you stack up against your competitors and things like that. Those are all things that we can do for people at no charge. Um, it's your people are paying with their tax dollars. So yeah. Might as well yeah. Use the service. And so, all right. So you guys are both in pretty established businesses, right? Those yes, are still sir. services you need every day, right? Yeah, right. actually we use, uh, Kelly services for our government contracting side. We work with Laura Subel over there and she's helped us out quite a bit on our GSA schedule and monitoring that as well as gaining access and the courses they offer and um, how to do business with public entities like Escambia County, right. City of Pensacola, Okaloosa County, as well as some of the larger companies like Gulf Power and such. Yeah. This is a different ballgame when you get up there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Yeah, well, I'm uh, with VTech IO, which is a premier Dell partner. And we've been around, partnered with Dell for about 12, 13 years. But I'm brand new here in the panhandle. I've only been here for about three months now. So we're trying to take uh, a business model that's been working pretty well in Central and South Florida and Ohio, actually. We have yeah. one account executive that works in Ohio. Don't ask me how we got there. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, sure he doesn't want to tell you. <laughs> yes, he, he has fun, though. He's a big uh, he's a big Ohio sports fan, so he doesn't mind too much. Um, but, yeah, I was... Uh, Requested to move out here to the Panhandle and kind of help out some of the companies over here, help them with IT consulting and see what I can do to build the IT community here in Pensacola. So you're living in the world that he's talking about. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of public businesses as well. School districts, city governments, county governments, uh, depending on which school district or which government, a lot of the times the IT staff specifically don't have the funding necessary to get the staff they need. So you end up having one or two people who are in charge of an entire IT organization. So you've got five or six schools within one school district, and they're all being controlled by one person. Right. And this guy's got 37 hats on, half of them are falling off, and he needs a lot of help. <laughs> so what we would want to do is go in there and consult, offer our expertise, our engineers, our subject matter experts, and I would kind of be, as I talked about when I was on here the last time, I'll be his quarterback kind of help him get the access to what he needs to do what he can with limited resources. And when you're done changing out the systems, you can give all the computers to Jim and he can shred them in his, in, <laughs> in got his a well -oiled awesome machine going shredder there. thing exactly. he's got. So tell us about it, Jim, because I right. think it's quite impressive. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we've this is our second year being involved with IT Gulf Coast. And uh, most people, we have a, a reputation in town. Most people just know us as a paper shredding company. Yeah. We're in actuality, we are a complete records and information management company. Most people, again, think of us as a paper um, and paper documents, but we are involved in any information, no matter how it's stored, electronically, cloud-based, um, tape, CDs, um, flash drives, and computer hard drives. So we have redundancies set up in place. We have a media storage vault where people are rotating tapes on a daily basis that want things off the grid in case they have a major meltdown. We have a secured vault, fire suppression, where they can store backup tapes and we can rotate them out of their data centers on a daily basis. And we're at the end of life. Um, if you have information, information has a life cycle. <laughs> a good cycle. way to put it. <laughs> we're end of life. We are the grim reaper of your information. Yeah. Information, as everyone knows, has a life cycle. You have legal obligations to store information for a certain period of time. You have um, uh, fiduciary and uh, um, le legislative responsibilities to, to get rid of that information mm -hmm. in a secure manner, not only to protect yourselves, but your clients, your customers, and any personal identifiable information from your customers. So when it comes to getting rid of those computer hard drives, those tapes, those flash drives, those CDs, mm -hmm. we physically shred that information. And we do a complete audit trail on the information. We scan all the serial numbers. We provide you a certificate of destruction. You're covered by up to $5 million data breach nice. uh, insurance. And we're certified for it. A lot of people 
don't realize that uh, you, if you're going to get audited and people are wanting to know what happened to that information, you need to have a trail. You need to have documentation, and yeah. we take that responsibility and liability off your shoulders. So who are the kind of people that want their stuff off the grid? Most curious. <laughs> Everybody. We've you know we did a large project uh, just recently for the state of Florida this year where we actually destroyed two thousand five hundred computer hard drives out of their data center. Um, so that's anybody who lives in the state of Florida yeah. may have had information on that from the DMV. They just want to get rid of. Just, it. Yeah, it's end of life. I mean that is the way that they upgraded their systems. Yeah. Um, they may have transferred information over, but the only true way to make sure that information is not going to be back out in the public is not just to hit the delete button, but to physically grind up that computer hard drive. You cannot yeah. functionally use yeah, it. Yeah, and actually grind it up because yep, some people exactly. can put it back together if it's <laughs> not ground, you know? Yeah. So, okay, so talk to me about what you guys are going to do. And I know, Kelly, you were saying you were going to talk about some of the finance stuff, but let's get into why you all chose to be part of, of I-10 in, in a sponsorship form. Yeah, um, the, the reason the SBDC got involved with I-10 more than what we already were, just being in attendance, you know, and, and doing some networking, uh, it was just a situation where I showed up at an IT Gulf Coast meeting, uh, ran into Beth McLean at mm-hmm. uh, River and told her about what we did. And then next thing you know, she's calling up, hey, would you guys like to participate? And I said, sure. And I talked to my manager, Dan Cavanaugh, and he said, oh, yeah, it's a great program. You need to go. I've been telling you you need to go anyway. <laughs> uh, and so I said, well, I'm going, but I think we're going to be able to do some participation in it. Right. And, uh, you know, there are several types of entrepreneurs, uh, and Jim and I uh, had had some conversations about this right before we uh, got on air is, you know, there's, there's a, you know, we get paid by tax dollars, and we want to help businesses that have a good chance of creating economic impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's different ways that we do those calculations, but there's basically a certain types of entrepreneurs. There's your lifestyle entrepreneurs, which I kind of jotted down is East Hill Honey. If any of you guys know East Hill yeah. Honey, you know, that guy, I'm trying to think of his name's great guy. Um, we did a video success story on him and, you know, he's in it kind of for the lifestyle. Yeah. He's, he's doing good. He's doing a good business. Um, and then there's the de- business develop business developer type entrepreneurs, which would be uh, East Hill Academy. And so they're opening new locations and we're working with them. Uh, And Dr. Gene Teresa, he's always getting into different things. Uh, But as you get on into innovators, high growth companies and super growth companies, which are are, uh, primarily in the tech business, Mm -hmm. um, it's high risk, high reward kind of stuff. Uh, And and fast. Yeah, yeah. And we, we want to be involved. And there's a big push uh i don't think this is any secret to anybody now right. it's a big push uh, in the panhandle for tech for entrepreneurship uh, there's a lot of buzz going on we want to be a part of that um there's no other entity uh, that i can think of anyway that has 20 staff that are help that will help these mm-hmm. businesses free of charge and uh, that's what we want to do but we want to create awareness and work with those companies uh to to help them get to the next level but uh kind of echoing what Jim said, you know, uh, he's talking about end of life. We work with businesses throughout the entire life cycle. Yeah. And so you may. Yeah. You uh, don't just have to be a startup. I think that a lot of people get misconstrued on that one. Right. And we help a lot of people uh, do business valuations because they're getting ready to figure out an exit strategy, you know, and so we want to, you know, if you're selling the business, it's always worth a million dollars. If you're buying it, it's worth 
you know, half a million. <laughs> so you have to figure out. They just out. don't pay for all that sweat equity. Know, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't no, count on the books. No, it doesn't count on the books. By the way, you didn't report all your income. <laughs> and uh, so we have to deal with those kinds of things. But we, we want to help. We can help value people's businesses. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's a lot of great accountants here in town that can do that, do that as well. Oh, so that's always fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but we do some of that. We can't, we can't do everybody, but we do some business valuation. But we will help people prepare uh, an exit strategy, whether it's to sell the company to somebody else, to get sell it to their kids, mm-hmm. to do a you know initial public offering, whatever it might be, uh, we can we can help with those things. Uh, so we we uh, we have people with a massive amount of experience. One thing about being in Florida is you're lucky enough that people come here and they retire, yeah, and then they get bored, yep. and then they go <laughs> they want to find something to do, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> the manager here in um, in um, uh, Pensacola is actually mm-hmm. retired from General Electric, um, and so we've got you, know, you got some experience in, the, oh, in sitting yeah. in the seats. Yeah, that, yeah, and absolutely. Not, not to mention your fantastic partnership with UWF. So there's quite a resource uh, available for uh, entrepreneurs or business people or just questions that you might have. Yeah, and along those lines, UWF actually just recently uh, opened up the Center for Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. They're they're starting some entrepreneurship programs for the students. We're already doing several faculty student uh, business projects where they go out and do a variety of analysis for businesses for free. We're doing a ton of those in the fall semester, and they're always a win. So a lot of them right now are related to marketing. And so, uh, you know, you have a student go and uh, look at your marketing plan, um, especially when it comes to e-marketing. Mm-hmm. They're going to know a lot of things you probably hadn't even thought about how to market yep. your business from a, we're on that list by the way yeah I'm, make sure carl got my name and we're on the list okay we're good. supposed to be good, good. <laughs> so but but i think it was i mean it's some things like that that a lot of people here just don't realize that's a resource that, that we have as a as a business owner as an entrepreneur as a tech guy you know even for you alex i mean somebody coming new into the market here that's a great place to go to find out who's who and and, and what's going on in, in the town Absolutely. And I think Kelly hit the nail on the head when he talked about growth, because to me, the reason I wanted to get involved in I-10 is it's, it's all about growth. And when yep. you talk about growth of a business, growth of an industry, growth of an individual even, it all ties very well into technology. Yeah. Because it's impossible to uh, basically prepare for the growth, deal with the growth, and continue growing without the utilization of technology as well. And having a staff that is uh, proficient with the technology and capable to deal with the growth. So that's why as soon as I found out about I-10 and the whole concept of bringing an entire community together who's passionate about technology and wants to use it to improve the community around them, improve the businesses, that's what had me saying I absolutely need to get involved in this because it's it's kind of my my passion as well because what my job is is to get to know the businesses I work with, is to get to know the people I work with, get to know their goals, their pain points, and then help them reach that and uh, accomplish their goals and deal with their pain points and solve their problems through technology yeah. and give them access to the resources to help them do it and then access to the services, uh, hardware, software to help them do that and then transfer the knowledge right along to them so they know exactly what they're doing with and know how to deal with it. Yeah. So it's now, a well-rehearsed strategy yeah, right there, right? <laughs> he nailed it, man. He's talking about the growth. We're talking about protecting yeah. everybody. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's one of the reasons that we got involved with the I-10 is self-serving the fact that we want people to know about our services. But one of the things we're doing at the conference is that uh, we're opening up for every participant to bring up to two computer hard drives from nice. their home, and we will shred those computer hard drives for them. 
We'll put them in a nice little jar, all the pieces, and they can take that and set it <laughs> under that. Souvenir. I actually want, ha, had a sample here to bring, but I, uh, yeah. Beth took it with her, you know, because I thought a visual would be good to have on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but so we have cameras and pictures <laughs> and social media. I had it here. Believe I had, it or not, it I works. Had, I had it yeah. on Tuesday, but anyway, we will uh, be shredding up to two computer hard drives per participant That's that cool. brings it there. They can come out to the um, the truck. And we'll yeah. have it fired up. We'll shred it during some of the breaks, and then we'll take the pieces, put it in a jar for you, and you can take that home with That's you. That's awesome. What a great CV. I hope nobody gets on your naughty list right before the conference, because <laughs> then they're going to wake up with a shredded hard drive on their desk the next day. Exactly. Tony, wait till you get the body call. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I think you, you hit on one of the biggest things that I know got me so involved with this, because last year was my first year, was community. When we went and broadcast there last year, one of the things that struck me the most was, one, technology touches every business everywhere. So you didn't have to be in tech to be there at that conference and be part of it. I mean, whether it was staffing services, whether it was, uh, whether it was technology, whether it was just, um, experimentation or research, uh, there was all walks of life, um, as far as business goes that were wrapped up in it. And I thought that was really cool. Two, there wasn't, um, a person in that room that in some way, shape or form did not want to find out what the person next to them was doing, how they could help and how they could make that an integral part of either their lives, their business or this community all the way from Panama city into uh, Pensacola and then over into mobile. And I was really impressed at these, these barriers coming down and this business starting to get built and these silos getting lifted and watching, you know, that's a huge region right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what a hundred, 200 miles of people and businesses that just really wanted to collaborate and make some stuff happen. So I just, I was quite impressed. So I'm hoping you have such the same experiences here, Kelly. Well, I can tell you that the going to the, just the social, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, uh, I cover 10 counties. Yeah. There's you always know everybody already. <laughs> there's, well, there's, there's something going on every night of the week and, or two or three things going on every yeah. night of the week. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to go check it out. And uh, I, I'm glad I did because now, uh, you know, we've developed that relationship with Beth. You know, I, I have to say I applaud App River. They they are very engaged with what's yeah. going on yeah. in the tech sector. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, think that Jim and and, and uh, Beth and those guys are really taking. A, it seems to me like taking yeah. a really good leadership position in in the community. We have been meeting every other week since February. Oh wow! That's how crazy it's gotten. And we I got like two they, months off. Yeah. Jim for two months was like, "We're not talking about this for two months." February first, it was like, "Okay, game on." Yeah, well, so. they have a lot going on over there too. I'm sure. So. Yeah. Well, Kelly mentioned something that I think people have to understand that this is a very social community. Yeah. Boy, you know, the tech people just aren't sitting at the computers. They're out. They're involved, and there's a lot of good opportunities mm -hmm. to get around and be social and. It's fun. It's fun to get to know everybody. It's gotten to the point now. You know, I remember, of course, the days when I was a kid growing up and there was tumbleweeds rolling down the streets, sort of. <laughs> at least that's how you felt as a kid growing up. Now, I, man, I have to pick and choose. I mean, I've, there's, I, have to, I feel like I have to say no to more things than I can say yes to just mm -hmm. because there's just so much going on. So, yeah, way to go for us, right? Yep. Absolutely. All right. I so, want to say one, one thing yeah. about uh, that relates to both of these guys is that, that one thing that a lot of tech businesses and, you know, mom and pop businesses, whatever they're all, like you said, they're all involved in technology and it touches their lives in some way is that they are not prepared for, you know, everybody thinks the hurricane, but for mm -hmm. the fire or whatever. And one of the things that we try to do, and we'd have very good uh, instruction and curriculum on business continuity and recovery. People don't show up for the seminars. We were talking about that earlier 
and we have lots of good companies, uh, Gilmore Services being one that can help you get prepared, you know, for, okay, you have a flood, you've got offsite yeah. backups, you've got documents stored somewhere else that are, you know, uh, safer or whatever that may be. And uh, that's one thing that uh, we may touch on in this at this conference if we have enough time is uh, being protecting yourself from cybersecurity, mm-hmm. but also uh, just from a disaster. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's the simplest things that business can do. Think of you know, take a small business. Look at all the critical documents you need to get your business up and operational. Mm-hmm. Say it's not a major flood, but it's a pipe burst, that type of stuff. Do you have that information simply in a, hard, a flash drive that you can take home and yep. you can plug into a different computer and you can at least work your business contacts, your contracts, you know, pricing, your billing information? I feel well, like least, I should be taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of small businesses really don't. They they work. But it's just of, that simple, though, yeah. putting those kinds of things even on a flash drive, right? Yeah, even simple if you're as not that. Not going to store it offsite with with a company Correct. or or yeah. Okay. If you're a small business, simply have a redundancy system. If it's taken everything that you've got either on your computer or your hard copy documents that you've collected from contract sign, mm-hmm. get them digitized, get them imaged, put everything on a flash drive and put it at home. So that's one of the biggest biggest things we have moved into here since we've been in, in the CIE building is the printer's on the third floor, right? So I've slowly learned how to not print because I don't feel like going up to the third that's floor good to get it. exercise for you, but it, Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm saving a whole bunch of paper. And one of the things that we've been doing, um, because our office is set up that way, is we've just got a really easy scanner. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that we do get just scans right in. Man, you want to talk about a whole new way of, of just keeping organized. But it's like you said, I don't have files and papers and everything around. So if we did have a fire in the office, we'd probably be okay, provided I took the laptop home, right? Exactly. So now I'm going to have to go get a flash drive and figure this out. But <laughs> I mean, but I mean, those are, you're right. Those are things you don't think about. No one did different than Alex and I were talking yesterday about you know a simple firewall right that a lot of people don't really understand the concept let alone which one's going to make it work absolutely and i it, it ties a lot into uh the hat discussion yeah. i mean when a, when it's a small business you have so much to worry about you don't have time to research disaster recovery options you don't have time to research what firewall is the best one for your specific network you have time to deal with the operations work with the people deal with the customers and then maybe sleep 2 or 3 minutes a day so it's about having access to people that can provide the information mm-hmm. and help you make informed decisions without you having to take the time out of your busy day. Because I think firewalls, and especially around here, I mean, you never know what the weather's going to do. I mean, it's been doing uh, its best to drown me for the past <laughs> yeah. week now. And so for people who maybe uh, are on the bottom floor of, a, of an office building, yeah. that could flood. Our, and, our parking lot's flooded right now. So, And it, it's just... It's a simple, as someone like Kelly tell you, listen, if you don't want to do an automatic uh, replication thing to an offsite location, maybe you don't have an offsite location, put it on a flash drive. It's just, and sometimes it's as simple as having someone tell it to you. Yeah. Because, you know, you you think about it once, you say, that would be a good idea. Three months later, what happened to that idea I had about Mm -hmm. flash? uh, Forget it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. So let's talk about the uh, speaker that you've got coming. So one of the things that I found out was awesome uh, about I-10 is they really do want to reach out to the people who are sponsoring and reach out to the community to the point where they even invite them to propose speakers at the event. And that, to me, is a completely unique concept that I haven't seen in a lot of the conferences I go to. Usually they have a set speaker list. Yes, yeah, That's what you get, and that's what you deal with. But I-10 really wants to reach out to people and say, hey, if you have someone that you think will benefit this conference, bring them in. Right. And so we have a head software engineer for a company called Sonic Wall. 
which is owned by <laughs> Dell, and SonicWall is a next-generation firewall. So he's basically going to be coming in, and the way he likes to put it, he's going to be talking about what goes bump on the net. Uh, he's going to be talking about what sort of threats are out there right now, what people are looking for, how they're getting into your network, what they can do when they're in your network, and then eventually what can be done to find these threats, stop these threats, and deal with them if on, uh, if on the chance you do get breached. So it's kind of the understanding the threats in cybersecurity world from every step of the way. The pre-threat, dealing with it, blocking it, and solving the problem once it gets to that point. And this is the guy that created it, right? So obviously yes. he's got some some leverage here. He is. I've never seen someone so passionate about what they do. I mean, he's been doing it for well over 20 years, and in his spare time, he designs his own sort of uh, defense mechanisms versus things he's dealt with. So one of the best things that SonicWall does, and I have to be careful, I don't want them to shoot me after I get off the air, mm -hmm. uh, but they get live updates on the threats that their systems are blocking, and then they have an entire team of engineers dealing with each of these threats as they come in. Yes, yeah, so it's all real time. Yes, because the most cool. important thing to know about cybersecurity and cyber threats is that they're changing every single day. So if you have a system that's not changing with them, then your system's going to be outdated very fast. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at their Wikipedia thing here right now and and pretty impressive on what they do. So if if you're interested check it out, but we get to hear from the the guy that created it in and, and uh he's going to speak and I'm pretty sure it'll be. You know, one of the things that I noticed last year that did not happen was you hear guys like this speak and you think, "Oh, you're going to get lost, right?" Because we're talking about cybersecurity, we're talking about all these things that, that I can't translate into English. And that's absolutely not the truth. One of the best things that I found last year was how much of this stuff was relatable in, in English, so to say, you know, that I could actually understand, walk out of there leaving, feeling like I didn't just, you know, hit the bottom of the grade I, chart. I couldn't agree more because yeah. I'm actually brand new to the IT world. Right. Uh, my background is in economics and marketing. Uh, and so I just recently started with this company. I, I had a conversation with our head engineer and I said, listen, you know, I've got to be a consultant. I've got to be a quarterback. Can I learn this stuff? Can I? Can yeah. you explain it in a way to me that I'll understand and be able to translate to other people? And he said, "Absolutely. That's the you. You don't really know something until you're able to explain it to anyone." Yep, is the way he put it to me. And I think that I've sat through a couple of. Uh, I say sat through as if it's a bad thing. I have had the pleasure of listening <laughs> to a couple of uh, of Rob's presentations that he's given to some clients as well as at some uh, big conferences like this, and they're incredible. I, the way he uses. Uh, uh, facts and statistics, but to a point where it doesn't boggle you down. And his own personal stories, he really yeah. he really brings it to life. And you forget you're listening about something as technical as a firewall. Very cool. Well, when he's here and and you see us uh, broadcasting from the the middle of the room, just make sure we get him on air because we'd love to talk to him and and let him share a story. Absolutely, fantastic. See what I did there? See how that works? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's coming up for you guys? Like, what's next in in, in what you're doing company wise? Well, uh, we're still in our growth mode, actually. So we try to, at the SBDC, take our own advice and handle our growth properly. Um, I did want to take a minute. I think uh, one of the people that I'll have speaking is going to be our manager of our Fort Walton Beach office. And I love telling the story. It may bore you guys, but I think it's great. He's actually, both of my managers were uh, pilots in the military. Uh, the one in, at Fort Walton Beach is actually a laser physicist and worked on laser-guided bombs awesome. at Eglin Air Force Base, and then at some point decided to get an MBA and ended up at <laughs> What, he got, he got bored with lasers yeah. and bombs? And so <laughs> extremely, uh, I, I, you know, they say hire smart. I just got lucky when I came to work here in Florida that these guys were already here because they're really smart guys. And uh, Tom Hermanson will probably be our speaker. 
uh, for that. Uh, I think we're going to have about two hours. We're probably me, Dan, and Tom will probably split it up and Very go cool. over a few few things. That way, people don't get too bored. But uh, yeah, we are we are uh, actually doing quite a bit with the veterans uh, veterans Florida entrepreneurship program going on. Uh, it looks like we will get a round two of that this year. It was very uh, successful this last year or earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like we're going to roll that out again in 2017. And so uh, we can work with veterans who have existing businesses who are looking to start their business yeah. wherever they're at. We'll, we'll help them. Or even looking for some job placement stuff too. Is that correct? Well, uh, we we don't get into that too much, but we have had some that are kind of trying to start a business to create a job right, for themselves. Right. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're mainly just dealing in the uh, business realm, although at UWF does have a veterans uh, center as well, in addition to what we're doing. So we kind of partner with them to kind of get the word out to right. the veterans throughout the panhandle. Uh, but it was, we had some really good business ideas. I'd love to tell you about them at, with the last one, but, but, uh, we'll move on, but <laughs> the a, secret right now. Yeah. A lot, a lot going on. We're, uh, uh, just make sure people are aware we cover the entire panhandle. Mm-hmm. We opened an office in Panama city a couple of years ago. And uh, we're growing in that area as well. And we've got the state office here too, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. get double edged sword on on that one. Yeah, uh, Mike Meyer, of course, you know him. Yeah, and state office right over here in the SunTrust building, and so it's kind of nice to have him. People are like, well, you don't like him watching over your shoulder. I, I like him. Nah, him he's here. backup man. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's he, good. He knows what's going on. He's so. a good resource to have, and of course, they're part of University of West Florida as well. So uh, they're they're pr- big proponents. And a lot of people that work out of that office are mm-hmm. from Florida, uh, Pensacola yeah. area. So, uh, you know, they it's kind of like we have a little bit extra staff over here, which is good. Yeah, very cool. So what's next for you, man? You're just going to keep on keeping on, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the goal. Well, next for me is to go to the beach as soon as the rain ends. But yeah. then after that, the goal is to basically help the IT community grow as much as possible because there's a lot of potential here uh, for businesses, tech or otherwise, and I just want to make sure that I'm there as a resource to help them uh, get informed uh, because the the uh, the better that the businesses are doing here, the kind of more they grow and that creates potential for everyone. Sure. What is the, the old saying? You're that, not in Ohio after that point, right? <laughs> I'm going straight to Ohio as soon as I can. <laughs> but uh, I think that the expression is the tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need, I think... Of, as a community, especially through this I-10 Wired conference, uh, that's that's the tide to me. That's kind of making sure everyone's on the same page, everyone is informed, everyone knows what's going on, and that's when I'll get in there, hopefully to as many people as I can help be their quarterback, uh, reach out to me and say, hey, Alex, uh, we're looking into this sort of project. We're looking right. into a replication set for our data center. We don't even know what type of laptop will best uh, facilitate our needs. I'll come in there and I'll connect them to whoever they need to help them grow. Sure. Cool. All right, Jim. What's next for you guys? We well, gonna put we gonna put flames on the truck? <laughs> no, actually, we're uh, working on putting together a, a program. Hopefully, we'll roll it out at the I ten wired conference, where small businesses can take advantage of our services um, when it comes to the media destruction component. You know, when you have a large volume, mm-hmm. it's easy to send a truck out to a customer and take care of, it, like the state of Florida. There are a lot of small businesses that are sitting here with five, ten, maybe. You know, yeah. hard drives in a file cabinet that we've sat there for years. So what we're looking at is rolling out a condensed calendar and when we're going to be in each community from Gulfport, Mississippi to Tallahassee. Yeah, I forgot. You guys have a huge and range. we got a real large range. So we'll say, okay, hey, we are going to be in Fort Walton Beach on this day. We'll get that word out to those small businesses so we can make it cost affordable for those small businesses that have, you know, only 10 hard mm-hmm. drives that need to be securely destroyed or, you know, 
10 cell phones, yeah. the slower volume thing, because, you know, when it comes down to it, a small business, if they have a breach or they have information get out or they have a disaster and they don't have backup, that's more devastating to them than it is to a large company. Sure. Literally, large companies have the resources to rebound. Right, that. clean it Delta up. Delta Airlines will rebound. Right, right. Okay. But, you know, that happens two days to a small company that's just getting their feet off the ground. You're done. Two, three, you're done. Yeah. You're done. So we're going to try to do something here for our small companies, the, the accounting office, the law firm, the tax preparer, the uh, independent financial yeah. planner that you know has got two people in the office. They've upgraded their computers and they got a couple of hard drives sitting in a in a drawer that yeah. they don't know what to do with. So we're gonna break it up by region. And hope to roll out a service yeah, calendar make it at accessible. the conference. People can bring back and share with the businesses in that community. We'll be in Fort Walton here. We'll be in Marietta yeah. this day. We'll be you know that type of thing. That's a great idea for you guys, man. I'm glad yeah. y'all t- showing. See that right there just shows you it's all about seriously community. So anyway, amen. Thanks. All right, you got your flag. I mean, you got one more. Yeah, I'm, 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 glad I had, uh, I'm glad I had a chance to think a little bit because I'd have been in big trouble probably, uh, especially with Quint Studer, if I wouldn't have mentioned uh, Entrecon is yeah. coming up, and uh, you know, uh, Quint has a um, is a leader uh, in our uh, UWF Center for Entrepreneurship, and so he uh, is putting the Entrecon on again this year. I went last year, and it was a good event, so. I don't remember the dates of the event. Google it. Y'all, you tech people out there, you just Google it. It's on there. And, uh, the I'm other looking th- it up for you right okay, now. Good, good. Um, a great event. Uh, we're actually, we'll be working with Cox Communications to work with people who can apply for a $10,000 prize package in conjunction with Entrecon. And so uh, we'll be helping anybody who wants to prepare for that, just like they would prepare for any other competition. And then another business plan competition that's coming out is, uh, again, is Innovation Coast Innovation Awards. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, we had some uh, local businesses that did well mm-hmm. in that this uh, in 2014. It, intelligent Retinal Imaging Systems. Uh, uh, they're across the hall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're upstairs. Well, and uh, Robotics Unlimited, and uh, and they moved out. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that all three of those were our clients too. Yeah, and, mm. and they won. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm going to say that as humble as I can. But uh, uh, as you know, you know all those guys and those yep. companies, very sharp individuals. So we were definitely glad to be a part of helping them prepare for Innovation Awards mm-hmm. in 2014. They didn't get any funding in 2015. They have some money now for 2016, and so be looking for that. If any of you guys want to apply for that, and uh, we can help you get prepared, we'd be happy to do so. Yeah, it's very cool. Okay, so Entrecon's dates are November 3rd and 4th this year, 2016. Uh, And then I-10 Wired's dates are October 12th through the 14th, and going to be on Pensacola Beach. And then we've got a couple other events that are happening right after that, actually, here in town. So we, and we being me and, and Joel and, and Calvin and a couple others, have come together to help out uh, Panhandle Warrior Partnership. So we're going to do an event called Taste for the Cause that starts immediately after I-10 Wired quit. So I literally am packing up gear and then heading down to Maritime Park because we're, we're having a, a fundraiser there that will help the veterans. And uh, we're going to have car show, music, uh, lots of restaurants and food. So we're sort of trying to add to this, you know, two months of really nice weather that help that gets this uh, technology, uh, entrepreneurship, um, food, community thing going so that people have got some stuff to do for a couple of weeks because, you know, we didn't have enough already. But <laughs> but this we, we really are, are wanting to add on to the vibe that's happening, the, the growth and the business and the just being part of, of doing some really cool and neat stuff and getting some people here that wouldn't normally say, oh, Pensacola is a destination for me, you know, so. 
Well, speaking of Maritime Park, there's a, another interesting thing not related to technology that's going on in UWF, and that's called football. Oh, and, yeah, that's uh, right. UWF <laughs> is uh, launching their football team. We're undefeated. <clears throat> Which is great. And, uh, uh, and so that I think their first game is September 9th. And uh, uh, we actually, I'm planning on having our mobile assistance center. I don't know if you've seen our two buses that we have, SPDC. No, I have not. 40 foot, I think they're 40 wow. foot RVs that we can take anywhere, anywhere uh, in the event of a disaster. And so uh, when we're not using them for that, we can roll them out. And, I'm, and use plan, it for football? <laughs> and my plan is is that we're going to have it as part of the College of Business display. Very cool. Uh, at, the, at at least the first game. And if it, if it goes well, we'll continue to do that. And they are housed at UWF and uh, great tools for us to have. And uh, and so encourage everybody to get out and watch some football. And yeah. at least come by and tailgate with us before the game. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be exciting. All right, guys. So let's give everybody contact information uh, so they can get in touch with with you individually or the companies as a whole, and then uh, we're going to get out of here. Yeah, it's uh, Kelly Massey against my name uh, UWF, and my email is kmassey at uwf dot edu as an education, or you can reach me at eight five zero four seven four two five two eight. Or go see him at the chamber, right? You're there today. I'm there today. Yeah. There's no telling where I'll be tomorrow. But I'm there today. <laughs> I should be in Fort Walton Beach tomorrow. But all right, and uh, you can reach me at A-L-E-X dot C-H-A-R-W-I-N at V-T-E-C-H-I-O dot com. That's V-T-E-C-H-I-O dot com. Got to check my spelling test right there. I had to think pretty hard. <laughs> or you can call me at 850-982-1665. All right, I'm Jim Barron with Gilmore Services. I can be reached at 850-549-2716, and that's the direct line number. The website is Gilmore Services, and that's plural with services.com. My email address is J Barron, that's spelled B as in boy, E R A N, at GilmoreServices.com. Okay, you guys, thank you all very, very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, I'm going to go back over again. We've got I10Wired, which is October 12th through the 14th. You guys can find out all the information on I10Wired.com. I believe there's still early bird tickets. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that one. I'm looking right now. Uh, but you can still register. You can sign up for discounts and uh, updates. You can get all of the uh, latest news on what's happening, what, what the schedule is, and how that's going to work. Uh, or you guys, if you want to listen to more I-10 Wired Radio, you can listen to I-10Wired.BusinessRadioX.com. And that's where we'll be uh, posted later today. Again, guys, thanks for coming out and hanging out. And um, if I don't see you before the event, which I'm sure I will, I'll see you at the event, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, guys, have a good day. This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Wired Radio, please call 850-288-9959.